ears to good friends. Cheers. 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 Hmm. That's sort of an oaky afterbirth. What was that? She did tell me to uh, get a beer and some cheese fries over at Eskimo Joe's. That's very nice, lovely. I only hope you feel this way when I'm done. Because I could destroy this night in two seconds. Why is that funny? <laughs> well, I think it's a bit funny to be trying to define nothing. <laughs> Smooth as a bourbon on a summer day. Strong as a peated scotch in the winter night. This is a fair warning. The Catholic Man Show is about to begin. Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go. We're burning daylight. Welcome to the Catholic Man Show. We're on the Lord's team, the winning side. So raise your glass. Adam Minahan here, sitting with David Niles, Juan in studio with us, controlling the cameras. We have Jim, Jimothy, Jimberly. We try not to do that one. I try oh yeah, the Jimberly one. Yeah, because his daughter's name's Kimberly, and like, yeah. even that even gets weird for me, dude. Like, I didn't make that connection. Yeah, we have Jim Spencer here with us but this evening. Jim, Jimbo Barbagans. That's the one we've been. For the last 10 minutes, that's what it's been. Jimbo, son of Baggins. Welcome. <laughs> he, Welcome. He's like, I, I wish I wasn't here. Uh, yeah, he's thinking like, I definitely shouldn't have come. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Catholic Man Show. We had a great episode last week with Father Aquinas, talking about temperance and appetites. If you did not get a chance to check that episode out, make sure to go back yeah. and listen to it on the Catholic Man Show. My mom said she liked that one. Nice. Yeah, my mom, mom props. My mom, she listens to the show. Well, she was the first one that that like commented and said, "Oh, you have those blue and orange up lights in the back. That was really nice." It was like the week that I did it, and I was like, "Wow, that is observant." Women, I know. It's like they are way better than us. Hilarious. At almost everything. Uh, we we will do that. Like when we change something in the house, if it's especially if it's when the girls are not around, mm-hmm. Pamela and I will decide or take take bets on who's going to notice first uh, among the girls you know? which one normally does uh sometimes it's bernadette really yeah so when we put the the cross in our living room mm-hmm. it was elizabeth but it's you know it, it's pretty well crucifix yeah it's, it's it's pretty well distributed i mean it's nice equal opportunity uh let's uh let's try this whiskey okay this scotch so we're having akintoshin akintoshin 12 they used to- o- no, Akintoshin. Akintoshin? 12. You said, you said Octoshin. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Akintoshin okay. 12. Akintoshin 12. This is, Adam, did you know you're holding one of the only triple distilled single malt scotch whiskeys? Not the only, but one, one, of, of, the one only. of the only. Hmm. I don't know how many there are, but that's what it says on the box. Nice. Well, the, uh, this 12 is the one that replaced their 10 year. So this is their staple. I haven't had this before, and uh, I really was interested in trying it because it, it has going to have a sherry uh, taste to it, but it also has from first fill. Careful, bro. Just there's a microphone kicked, down there. I just uh, kicked it over. <laughs> uh, also from first uh, first fill bourbon barrels. So I was interested to to, to try it. What what were your thoughts? Um, I have a cold. Okay. So that is a. Uh, Needs to be thrown out there, yeah. I was a little underwhelmed, just okay. right off the bat. Um, finish I, I, on the short side of medium, okay, for me. But I would like somebody who's <laughs> whose senses are not uh, prohibited as yeah. much. Yeah. Uh, uh, so the tasting notes that that uh, the chaps at Master of Malt give. Uh, the nose is a cereal sweet nose with notes of guava, mango, and a drizzle of honey. Uh, oaky, the palate says oaky and sweet palate, barley, sugar, with barley, sugar, a little passion fruit, vanilla, custard as well. 
perhaps some rose petal jelly in perhaps. there. Perhaps. 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 Perhaps some rose petal jelly. I, I have no idea what rose petal is that jelly even, is. They made that up. I have they're, no they're, idea they're, if that's even a thing. We After the show, I'm going to Google it. Okay. And I, I it's like... It. That's, there's no way there's rose petal jelly. No. And then the finish, it says a lengthy, dry, oaky finish with barley sweetness and cocoa powder. I'm going to start making up like all kinds of jelly. What did you think, Jim? Did you like it? It's too sweet. It's too sweet for you. Juan, what about you? I liked it. You, you, don't, think, like it. you don't think it's yummy, Jim? It doesn't hit the yummy scale. No, not on the yummy scale. Hmm. Uh, goes down real easy. So, uh, you know, like the thing is, a scotch like this, you know, scotches in general, there's going to be somebody out there who likes it, you know, so um, this this is not, this particular one is not. It's very Glenmorangy. Yeah. Glenmorangy. Yeah. Uh, Esque. So if you, if you're, uh, you know. La Santa. It's the, it, it tastes like the La Santa uh-huh. is what it tastes like. Yeah. I agree. Um, but if you don't like good. the aggressive, the Islas and the, you know, the smoky and peaty ones, give it a shot. How much was it? Like 70, this, uh, 70 60 bucks? bucks, $60. Okay. So, yeah, I it, it'll be good. That's I'll be interested as, as we go. Pretty standard. So I'm trying my best to get out into the to, to the woods soon. It's just, you know, one weekend after another, it's just book, This is not, book, book. not figurative. You mean literally. You like trying literally to get trying, out yeah. into the woods. Yeah, okay. trying, trying to get out of, out of town and, and get the boys out. and uh, It's like just weekend after weekend is booked. And so we're like, man, it is. It, it'll be two months before we can get out yeah and uh so luke is going to be doing his first fishing tournament this sunday he, he's not aware that he, this is happening yet oh wow uh and so he's going down to uh, my father-in-law's this week to go fishing like during the week during the week okay. yes uh, we homeschool so we can you can do whatever we, you we, want we can, I school, know. We, we can do school wherever yeah. you know so and today school is fishing yeah <laughs> and if a man can't fish yeah, I don't, I don't even know. Right, and so we watch today. We we don't. Our kids don't really ever watch TV, but when when they do, uh, they typically want to watch fishing shows or hunting shows or something like that. They it's just so funny. Very rarely ever suggest like want to have like watch cartoons or something like that. Yeah. So today we watched the uh, 2021 uh, Bassmasters tournament, and they were like just. For, we actually they weren't feeling well today, uh, and so we were trying to keep them from running around. And so like we'll watch we'll watch it, and they. For like two hours, just sat there and watched, watched this, and they were starting to figure out what lures to use, and you know they're sitting there talking about it all this stuff, and I, I, I just found it really interesting. So that they were like that enamored with, I would have never been at seven or eight years old watching Bassmasters. I just would, yeah. I just wouldn't have been. But me, yes. yeah, me either. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you can get into stuff, you know, sure. when you're a kid. And- I just. I just haven't. So anyway, so yeah, he's going to what's called a Rising Stars Fishing Tournament. Yeah. Uh, on uh, uh, this weekend at Ten Killer Lake, and we went to Bass Pro this week. Got him some new lures. He is just like, he's ready. He is going to be. But he so, doesn't even know. He doesn't know. Well, he know he he has one, but he doesn't know what date. He didn't know how that it's this coming weekend. When are you going to tell him? Probably like the night before. Probably the night before or something like that. Because if listen, if it rains or something happens or like he's not very well behaved all week or something like that, yeah. you just don't want to ruin it for him uh, or him ruin it for himself. Really, is, if, is well, a better way to depending on the behavior. Then you could say, you know what, there was a fishing tournament. This <laughs> right. I just don't want that. So so we're waiting. In fact, if you needed to, you could like in a, in a moment of of discipline, you could always just make up a. A fishing tournament that they don't get to go to now. Yeah, that's you know, yeah. parent ethics. I'm just saying. I'm just saying <laughs> something that could be done. Uh, so yeah. anyway, I'm really excited to see how you know how that goes, and maybe you uh, shouldn't do it, but you could do it. We'll see. Uh, next week, I'll, I'll let you guys know. But yeah, it'll be it'll be fun to see. I'll pray for my godson that he wins. Yes, through Saint Peter. I don't know. Do you pray for the apostles? weren't really that great at fishing. It seems like in the Bible, every time that they had yeah. empty nets and they needed Jesus to like you know feed them and. I think Saint uh, James is a patron of Saint James is patron yeah. patron of, of, of fishermen. I don't know. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, but after, they, after they, I'm they, done checking out, they the, did the rose they, petal jelly. I'll I'll look. They into looked the, at it. Yeah. They just didn't seem like they were very good fishermen. Every time in the Bible, they're talking about like how they like were up all night fishing and they were not caught anything. I don't, <laughs> there's no way I would keep throwing the net. Like just, it's midnight. You know what, guys? We struck out. Yeah. 
<laughs> let's, going to bed. Let's go to bed. Right. It's like Peter must have been very stubborn. Like, no, I'm not leaving this boat. <laughs> Man, it is. I could kind of see that, actually, him being do. stubborn like that. So obviously I have a cold. I've been walking around the house all day uh, using my uh, movie announcer voice. Yes, you know, I know you love doing that with, it's with just, your, just that, your cold. So I'd be, I'd be sitting there at the table. He, he loves doing this. You know, we're all eating dinner, and I'd be like, In a world <laughs> where Mary is trying to finish the last bites of her chicken nuggets. <laughs> we didn't have chicken nuggets today, but, you know, like, that's just like, <laughs> In a world, you know, you just, whatever happens, you just say that. Right. And then you narrate whatever is going, <laughs> whatever on, is going yeah. on. Yeah. Her mom is getting really fed up. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh, and no, I, I'm not available for hire. I know that's yeah, what everybody's wait, thinking. For a voice no. work. Hey, I also want to give a shout out to Juan. Uh, this weekend, he was cutting a rug. He was like dancing like a like a madman out there on the dance floor this weekend. I've seen him dance. I mean, it's, my uh, it's a, it's my sister's a thing of beauty. We celebrated my sister's birthday. It was a couple of weeks ago, but you know she yeah. came into town. We we did this, and this is what she wanted to do. And so I've hit like my dancing quota, dancing bar quota for the year. I've gone twice in, you know, like two months. I normally go like twice every five years or something yeah. like that. But one. One was out there dancing just like a fool, and I, and he was like, "Hey, is it okay if I go dance with Haley?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." And I was like, "I'll go dance with, with Joan." And so we're out there dancing, and Joan walks off the bar, uh, uh, off the dance floor, and goes, "Man, Adam, every time when I'm dancing with you, I sure do feel white." <laughs> and I go, "Well, thanks, Joan. I appreciate that." Yeah. Oh, it's not you. It's me. Yeah. No, <laughs> no it's, it's not. It's me. Uh, we'll be right back. This segment of The Catholic Man Show is brought to you by The Catholic Woodworker. Go to thecatholicwoodworker.com for heirloom quality home altars, crucifixes, and rosaries. It's also the only place where you can get the official rosary of The Catholic Man Show. Type in promo code TCMS for 10% off all purchases. TCMS for The Catholic Man Show. Catholicwoodworker.com. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. I'm David Niles here with Adam Minahan. We've got Jimbo Baggins, Juan Posada in the house. I was worried Jim wasn't going to come today. I was, like, I was yeah. too, actually. Kind of I'm feeling a little sluggish. And I was like, man, if somebody breaks in today, I'm just probably going to let them take all, all our stuff. I mean, so I was just like, whatever. Yeah. You can have it. Just take it. You, you went through all the trouble to get here. Like... You can just have it, man. It. Just whatever. <laughs> just, I just want to go home. So uh, that was only if they came. I'm right. really excited to be here, Adam. Yes, I'm glad you are. Yes, yes. Uh, so uh, we're talking about our man. This is our main gear. Are you, you going to say something? Yeah, I had an update for you. Oh, please. Something that you know. Sorry, I try to update you every once in a while. Typically on the show. Yeah, I know it is. You like to do this. this is uh, this is like uh, an opportunity. Oh, by the way, oh, by the way, let me just... tell you something that uh, you're obligated to do. Yeah. Next week you are you're speaking at the right. <laughs> uh, it's across the country, right? <laughs> um, no, our, our our Pat Flynn uh, uh, mm. course that we're doing it's uh, coming or together. The, or that Pat Flynn that is doing. Pat Flynn is doing, right. but we're doing it for our patrons. Uh, He's doing it for our patrons. He is doing yeah. it for our patrons. Uh, it is going to be launched uh, in about two weeks, roughly. May. Uh, we're looking at May. Yeah, mid May. He has it's five courses. Talking about the the, the philosophy behind uh, nutrition, behind uh, fitness, and then uh, and then like how to utilize kettlebells in a way that's not going to hurt you. Yeah, uh, I like getting his his opinions. Nutrition is one of those things that like of all the science, they, like there's good evidence for a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but there's not a definitive answer. You know, people are different, mm-hmm. different kinds of ways of being in, in fit, like. He's fit in a regular way, you know. Like, I'm not trying to be a bodybuilder. I don't. I don't want to be a. I don't care about that kind of fitness, you mm-hmm. know. But he's like good, regular dude, fit. Right. 
And so he's going to give a, he's going to give a breakdown of basically why it's important for us as Catholic men to be fit, to take care of our bodies, uh, and then also how to do it. So if you've never been taught, uh, you know, when you walk into a gym, if you never had like a, a personal trainer or you've never had super a coach, over, yeah, super. Uh, uh, intimidating. Intimidating. That's the word. It's very intimidating. Yeah. You know, it's like all these different machines. You don't really know how to utilize them. You don't. Not, you don't want to look like a, a fool. And uh, you will if you don't know. Right. Like, and, and and you could actually really get hurt. Right. Sure. Is is you could end up um, really hurting yourself. Definitely. And so, uh, so so Pat's going to go through and give you kind of a step by step on how to how to utilize this. And so mid May is when we're we're going to be launching this. Uh, it's a five course series. We're really excited about that. Patreon.com. Um, Patreon.com. Slash and, the. The Catholic Man Show, and they're also like as we as we continue going uh, throughout the year, we're gonna have videos on like for instance, I'm hoping to have a video on how to carve a turkey well. Yes, we've, want, we've, wanted, we've wanted to do this for a long time because I just want to know. I have whatever I like, even if I get a chicken breast, mm-hmm. just at dinner, the only way that it gets into my mouth is just by mutilating the whole. I mean, it's like I just kind of start hacking at it, and I have success. And, you know, like, oh, there's a bone there. Right. All right. Yeah. So I, I would love to know, like, oh, by the way, here's how you do it. So you don't look like anything. And it goes well. So right. it goes well. And, you know, the ethics of, of being able to utilize the meat to, to yeah, the fullest potential. I know. Because you, you don't not, waste, you don't waste not, it. It's not cool to pick up pick up the bones and, like, start gnawing on them at the table. Right. right? So That's anyway. Not good there's manners. other There's other uh, things that Jim. We're, we're doing Jim. At, <laughs> on Patreon uh, if you guys want to. Go check that out. Support okay. the show. So, patreon.com slash the Catholic Man Show. Um, man gear today is walkie-talkie. I'm talking about excommunicating, being excommunicated. I thought you were going to do an axe. Ah. That would have been... That would have been good, too. Have been, we not done an axe? I think we've done an axe. I'm, I'm sure we have. We've done an axe. Walkie-talkies. Uh, you know... Getting the axe. <laughs> everybody... Not everybody. I think everybody... Like liked playing with walkie talkies growing up. You know, sure. depending on how old you are, if you're really old, then it was the can and the string, which is also still cool. I just want to say that I agree. The can and the string is still cool mm-hmm. because it works. It's like awesome, but it's a great science project for right. homeschoolers. Yeah, especially if you have like somebody who lives next door to you, who you're friends with, and your windows face each other. Right. Yes. You know, string it out. Right. Anyway. Walkie-talkies are very awesome. Uh, they've come a long way since mm-hmm. we were kids. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, Adam, we have a walkie-talkie story. I don't, I don't know if you remember this. When we went to Michigan, in like when you came with yes. us in like first grade, uh, our dads like <laughs> rented some walkie-talkies for the for the this. car ride up there. They were because this is pre cell phones, right? They were about the size of this whiskey box, right? Okay. With a big antenna that came out. Mm-hmm. But we were in the car, and it, if you didn't pull the antenna out, they didn't really work very well. So they, uh, our dads got these big <coughs> like magnet what, like antennas. The, the CB radio yeah. antennas. Yeah, the, 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 we, they magneted to the top of our vans as we were driving down the road. And I remember, like, it was awesome. <laughs> I totally forgot about this. This is like circa 1991, yeah. 92, you know, like. I totally forgot about that. Cell phones, I, I don't know, maybe bag phones were a thing. I, I, I don't know, but uh, it was awesome because you couldn't, you know, like, if you're caravanning, because it's, you know, a thousand miles, mm-hmm. if you have to, yeah, like. Because we were driving from Tulsa up to northern Michigan. Right. Like, if you're in the back, if you're not the car in front and. Somebody has to stop to go to the bathroom, mm-hmm. and you're following the person in front. Right? How do you signal? You know, so having the walkie-talkies, it, it's just like awesome. And and of course, our dads being our dads, I mean, can, I think I think at one us, point my dude, mom was said, uh, "Yeah, I know." Picture us. Picture doing us this, doing yeah. this like back then. <laughs> right. You know, like bro. <laughs> yeah, I got some walkie-talkies. To- totally abusing Check it. Check these bad boys out. Right. Totally abusing it. I think at one point my mom was like, "Okay, Tim." Uh, you're gonna have to turn that off for just a little bit, uh, or I think she like took it away from him yeah. and said like, uh, I, "I'm in charge of this." We had for a code bit. names. I don't remember what they were, but like one car was, you know, right. Of course, we had code names. Of course, you did. Yeah, but uh, the walkie talkies of today are not are not the they're not the same. Like these days, there's technology built in. Because I think them. like we went like 
if we were like half a mile apart or even less, maybe it was. Oh, half a mile was would have been way, way pushing too, it. Yeah, I mean, I, it, it. we basically had to be like right, right, but beside mean, each other. It was like a hundred yards. Right. It, they would work I mean, fine, and you know we're following each other on the highway, so we did never really get that far apart. But right, it was just really funny. Yeah, because now walkie talkies, you can go miles and miles. Right, and we had like all these double A batteries in the car because <laughs> you know they'd last for like five hours or something. <laughs> I need 10 more double A's. <laughs> anyway, the walkie-talkies you can get today, man, they're just crazy. Um, in fact, as I was researching about walkie-talkies, I was thinking, when when your kids turn 16, they don't need a cell phone. Give them a walkie-talkie. You know, like, uh, if they're driving around in town, uh, I mean, you can get a walkie-talkie. They're expensive if you want to get one that goes far, like th- like 350 bucks. You know, like that's what you're looking at. But a cell phone might be 300. I mean, like, could, or 1,000 yeah. or 2,000, right? Because right. if there's your 16-year-old, they want the, the good one, right? right? They don't want the flip phone, right? Um, so you could give them a $350 walkie-talkie <laughs> and, you know, get a hold of them anywhere all the time. <laughs> it's so embarrassing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> The worst. <laughs> it would be so embarrassing. But because there's no mute button, there's no right. <laughs> it's a speakerphone constantly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. No, you can you can put it. They have like headset plug oh, plugins. Yeah, you know, yeah, you could you could definitely can, yeah. do them on a headset. But you can't call your girlfriend. Right. You know, like you yeah. can call mom. Yeah. That's it. Um, but like a a, a sweet set of walkie talkies is awesome to have mm-hmm. like when you go camping or hiking or fishing hunting hunting yeah oh big time hunting, hunting. yeah because yeah. like if if you're in one blind and somebody else in another one you hear a gun it's like hey was, was that, that you, you? right because right. very very likely there's no cell phone reception right. sometimes there is sadly you hope you honestly hope there's not yeah. honestly i get mad it's like i have 4g <laughs> out here where are we <laughs> there's a tower out here <laughs> yeah i know it's ridiculous like, yeah it's like they, they, I have 4G here, but not in my backyard. Right? How does that? You're work? like, what is up? Yes. No. I, I, actually, I have Verizon, and they're they're awesome. Like they really are. I am. Verizon actually, is not paying us, but they could if they wanted to. I actually am in the market for getting. Like, I, I will be getting some nice walkie-talkies soon. With you know, my boys going out hunting and things yeah. like that soon. Uh, that'll be something that I will need to get. So, yeah. so you said like 350 bucks will give like a 30 mile radius. Yeah, 30 about 30 miles. Wow. I didn't realize. It. So, and that's for like, uh, it's, it's a radio wave. You know, it's a, a walkie-talkie right. is a radio wave. So, FM radio is line of sight. So, you're, the distance you're going to get in town is... Much different. Is than, right. significantly different. And I mean, so if mountains. it goes like 30 miles, like from the top of a mountain to the bottom of a mountain, that's a big mountain, I know, but like hypothetically... <laughs> Uh, you're you're not. I mean, I don't know. Maybe you'd get ten miles in the city, right? Because you've got buildings and stuff. Sure. That's or all. Or if you're in Kansas, right? Then well, yeah. I mean, you if have you're a just long like, way, you go right. You can max it out. Yeah. That's actually where they do the walkie-talkie test runs. Yeah, but the wind, bro. All right. Yeah. The wind. So then they have different types of walkie-talkies. So they have others that that just use different technology. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe more like shortwave radio. Mm-hmm. And those can go a thousand miles. Um, Have you ever wanted to do like like ham radio? No, I've like kind of wanted to do it. Why? Just to learn. I know that people as like, a leisure people get like way into it. Yeah, I don't know what. I, the thing is, I don't. I've never wanted to do it because I don't even know what it is you do. What you when can, you like, say broadcast? You can like broadcast from it. Broadcast what? Whatever you want, like the Catholic Man Show. Is anybody listening? No. Right. And it costs a lot of money. <laughs> I mean, is anybody listening to this? No. <laughs> Some people are. Um, but I'm uh, pretty sure. I mean, when communication fails. Right. Exactly. Also, if you're a prepper and you don't have... If, you, if all you have is like the $20 Motorola... Mo- Motorola really dominates. There's other brands, but Motorola... They have the walkie-talkie game Lockdown. Okay. Cool. Uh Elizabeth has a kid Motorola walkie-talkie set that works like it goes like a mile. Wow, it's pretty good. So when we get back, we're going to talk about like how not to get excommunicated. How yes, or if you want to get excommunicated, how to do that. Poor decision on your bad, part. Bad choices. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Catholic Man Show. Sipping a little scotch. Just got done talking about 
walkie-talkies, and now we're going to discuss how not to get excommunicated, something that is very important In a to world know. where people are making bad decisions. You just had to do that. Pope Francis is excommunicating them. I think excommunication is uh, something that is misunderstood by a lot of people. But also, like, awesome. Like, there's... Not that we like it when people get excommunicated. Right. Uh, but, like, there's there's something like... There's, like, man... It's, uh, a, it's a mercy. It is a mercy. But it's also, if you know, like, when people are being... Ex- the fact that people get excommunicated lets you know that there is order in the world. Like, there's just something actually kind of reassuring that the church has this discipline mm-hmm. like not not we don't rejoice or i'm not reassured that other people are being excommunicated that's not reassuring to me but that the church has a discipline like this that has says, the power to bind and loose yeah well and, and that she she exercises Can it exercise you know it. sure uh, for the benefit of the faithful is actually is i think reassuring and we've seen even uh, in in the Bible with Saint, with Saint Paul, whenever he was talking with the uh, Corinthians, the 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 guy who was like uh, he married a he sleeping with his mom with or his, something his stepmom basically you know and yeah. uh, so he he basically said like listen you can't be doing that yeah he told him to shun the dude right and then what happened the dude repented, repented yeah. and then Paul said he is one of you know receive him with open arms right. Uh, and that's the whole purpose of of excommunication, right? It's it's to to show the severity of what the action is that the person is doing, right? In the body of Christ, and it's a yeah. So that the, the, their life uh, it shares the reality. Their outward life shares the reality of their spiritual life because spiritually they have removed themselves from the church, mm-hmm. you know. And so, in order that they might come to know that they are physically removed from the church mm-hmm. in a public way, you know. Because it's, it, it has to be a public sin, yeah. right? It has to be... A, am I, am I, uh, now, no, listen, no, I'm... No, it does I'm, not have to be a public sin. I'm not a sin. canon lawyer, but... No, no, not all. Uh, the, well, there's, so there's two types of excommunication. Okay. Um, there's formal and informal. So the formal one is called ferende sententia, which just means, it's Latin for, the sentence to be passed. It's also ad homine is another word to say it because it's, it comes from the man, ab homine. Um, the informal one is latte sentencia, which just means uh, of the sentence already passed. Okay, so we would call that one uh, an automatic excommunication. So these days, there are very, 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 very few formal excommunications. I mean, that just doesn't... Because that comes from... Uh, it can come from bishops, your local bishop. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's, that just doesn't happen very often, you know. But automatic excommunication... There's all kinds of things that incur an automatic excommunication. Things like procuring an abortion. I mean, mm-hmm. um, there are Catholics... Th- I mean, I don't know how many... I'm, I'm assuming thousands a day who, you know, who, who fall into that category. Uh, there's certainly... A, big, a large number of them. So there's all kinds of things that incur this latte sententia, the automatic excommunication. Okay. Um, and so, but both, both, like we said, are there as a mercy. They're there actually as a form of charity. Because um, justice and charity, like justice and mercy are, uh, you know, go hand in hand. And a lot of times with, and with justice and mercy breeds, you know, charity, you know, are you, Charity breeds justice and mercy, uh, so you have to uh, yeah. uh, you have to have both. It's not like one or the other. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, social. When we say social justice, that's a redundant term. Yeah, justice is always, always social, served yeah. in, in the justice form. Yeah, Aquinas has a good quote about justice without mercy is like mm-hmm. it's not what I can't remember what it is, but like if you Google it, it's really good. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so this really is a mercy because. Without it, uh, the people who are being falling under the, this this penalty might just continue with their lives, mm-hmm. um, and, and very likely, or you know, they could die in in this state of unrepentantness, unrepentantness, if that's a word, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So, 
um, the excommunication is a, is a very effective because it is often public. Um, well, less often these days. It was the idea behind it that it would be a, would be public. I thought it had to be a public sin. Mm-mm. Well, I'm pretty positive that that is true. No, um, because one one thing that's a very very we'll, what we'll get to is like let's say a priest breaks the sixth commandment with a woman, commits mm-hmm. adultery. If he that is he will not be excommunicated for that. However, if he hears her confession of that sin that he committed with her, that's an automatic excommunication. He, he is automatically excommunicated. Oh, okay. Okay, so there's definitely nothing public about that. about that. Um, so it does not have to be public. Oh, but yeah, and I would say abortion is also not a public act. Um, it's private by nature. You know, you. I mean, you're you're not doing it in front of other people. You know, it's mm-hmm. there's there's confidentiality. Sure. You know, so um, originally. When you were excommunicated, the idea is that you were to be shunned. Shun. And reshunned. Un- unshunned. Um, so there was a, at the Council of Rome in 1079, the Pope, Pope Gregory VII at the time, he made exceptions because there was no exceptions until he did this uh, for family members. Mm. So the excommu- person who was excommunicated was to be shunned, but he said, all right, well, the spouse of the person excommunicated doesn't have to shun them. The mother, the children, even the servants don't have to, of this person, they don't have to shun them. Or like or if you have to do if there's just something that like forces you to, to, to communicate with them, you may. Okay. Um, but other than that, our good friend uh, one of our good friends just texted me and let let me know that it has to do with the denial of uh, holy communion it has to be a public sin. Not a private sin. Oh, okay. That's and that's yeah, where I was. That, that it's caused scandal. Right. right. That's where I apologize. I knew I had read something mm-hmm. a while back ago. There's also a really good book by uh, uh, Edward Peter, Doctor Edward Peters. I believe he's a doctor. He's a canon lawyer. Uh, if you, he's on Twitter as well. But uh, he has a whole book on excommunication. So if this is something that you want to learn about, if you're a canon lawyer or considering to become a canon a canon lawyer, he and has a really good book on it. I don't know that um, the whole. Denial of communion. I don't know that that necessarily means the person is excommunicated. Um, you know, so like for instance, if a couple's living together, or I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't want to get into that because I'm actually I'm not brushed up on okay. What, well, yeah, well, well, what what would be right and wrong for a priest to deny someone communion? But um, uh, so that was Pope Gregory. He did that in 1079. Okay, 400 years later in 1418. Pope Martin V, he drew a distinction between excommunicated persons. Okay, so this is where we're getting to the what we call the the formal tolerant, tolerati, those who are tolerated. Not so. This is the first time he said that no, some people are excommunicated, but they're not shunned. Okay, uh, which is apart from the vitandi, uh, the former was tolerated and the latter was to be shunned. Um, the last time I could find somebody. The most, this is the most recent case where I could find someone who was uh, excommunicated uh, vi, uh, vitan, vitandus or vitandi, same thing, depends on like how you're conjugating, conjugating the word, right? Um, was in 1950. Anti-Pope Michael Collin. <laughs> Pope Michael? Uh, no, this is 1950. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, <laughs> totally different yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, of the he was of this of the Sede Vicantis group, Apostles of Infinite Love. That's what they called themselves. He announced that he had taken the name Clement the Fifteenth. Uh, he had so this Michael Collin. He was a priest, and so Pope Pius the Twelfth laicized him in 1951 and publicly declared him by name a Vitandus Excommunicate. So, like that's the most recent one I could find. Uh, of someone's like not only did he repent he, before he died i don't know Man, I the, the, so. the wikipedia page didn't say yeah i hope he did i also really hope he did yeah i mean uh but you know like that it just doesn't happen happen very often uh that because this is not just a formal excommunication so that would have been maybe i don't think we've even like 
define what excommunication is? We oh. kind of jumped into two types of excommunication. Yeah, you're right. So an excommunication, when you're excommunicated, whether automatically or formally, it you are public, you are um, removed from the church. You are not allowed to take uh, take part in in the, in the sacraments or in the liturgy. You're not even really supposed to go into the church. You're you are removed from the communion. Um, you are not. Yeah, so it's like you are not. I did not realize that. It's not like you're unbaptized. I thought I thought that you just could not partake in the sacraments. You you are not supposed to attend. Mm. Wow. Um, so it's not like oh I go and I don't receive communion. No, you're actually not allowed to go. Mm-hmm. Like that's how serious it is. Um, I mean it's it's meant so that it is uh, prescriptive. Like like this is it's supposed to be medicine. You know it's supposed to be difficult and certainly. Um, in, in times gone by, it was much, much more difficult when the church was really the center of the culture, in Western, in, in Western society anyway, for, where if you were removed from the church, uh, you almost couldn't buy and sell things, you know, like it was a very, very severe, um, it, was, it was the worst thing that could happen to you. It would be, it'd be better to die than to be excommunicated back in the day. A lot of people wouldn't feel that way now. Right. And there's not a lot of excommunications that are happening right now. Mercy without justice is the mother of all dissolution. Justice without mercy is cruelty. St. Thomas Aquinas. Way to go, Juan. He found it on the the internets. All right, when we get back, we're going to keep talking about excommunication. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. Still have a lot to say about excommunication. There is only one segment left. <laughs> You're just jealous. You're just jealous that you don't have a cold and that you can't do it too. Even if I had a cold, I couldn't. Do I it. still I see the, the jealousy in your yeah. eyes. Adam, so your eyes, they give you away. See right I see right through you. In a wo- I guess I can't I hide these lion eyes. <laughs> okay, so let's get into like some examples of excommunication. Okay, right? because excommunication removes you from the church. Like, uh, this is something you don't want to do. Yeah, and it, 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 all of these things involve uh, presumably mortal sin. You know, we don't know that it's mortal sin, but it's certainly it's grave, grave. It's a grave yeah. matter, right? Under circumstances where the persons involved should know better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, these are things that would be a formal excommunication. If you do these things, uh, you won't be automatically excommunicated, but there would be a trial. Um, and then they actually have, like, a ceremony where they declare you anathema. It's, like, like, it's uh, epic. Like Beckett, that movie Beckett. Yes, exactly. Like, and it's, like, so awesome. Yeah. You know, like, it's sad that, but also you're, like, joyful that maybe the person will return. Right. But the ceremony, they have the ceremony with, like, monks in robes and candles, right? It's, like, right. sweet. Yeah. Wow, that, that dude just got excommunicated. Um, so if a person, uh, if you I don't think "sweet's" the right word, anyway. well, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, okay. it's epic. Uh, so if a person uh, tries to celebrate the mass without being a priest, you uh, could be formally excommunicated. If you hear a confession or try to absolve someone without being able to absolve someone, uh, you could be excommunicated formally. If you break the seal of confession indirectly or directly, so uh, there are. More, more than just priests are bound by the seal of confession. I did not know this. Did you know if you're standing in line to go to confession and you overhear what somebody says that you too are bound by the seal of confession? And if Isn't you that the worst, if you say something, if you tell somebody, you can you you could be formally excommunicated. Isn't that the worst of being in line and like you're trying your I, best? Oh, I hate it. I panic. Oh, I panic too. Dude. And, I, well, I, I like, start humming. I, I'll sing. That's what I do. I sing something in my head really loud. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it's but. Like, I'm usually in that it moment trying worst. to like, like wrap up my uh, your own examination examination of conscience. Of conscience yeah. and now I can't because like the dude in front of me like is hard of hearing and is shouting at the priest. You right. know, right, man, like, like priest, <laughs> like please, like like have like it, it just makes me want to go. Ah! Yeah, when they have those, uh, you know, little sound machines out there, or they, they have yeah. like they they play like classical or please, music or like I I want I want priests now to know this. When I get old, 
Or if I like, if a uh, something happens, like if I use a jackhammer too much in all the manly stuff I do, right, and I get hard of hearing, young, right. I want you to stop me. Like <laughs> yes. if I'm being loud, please, like stop. So like, so tell me to like to be quieter. To, yeah. I can. Hear I want to know. <laughs> I'm right next to you. You don't need to yell. Okay. So um, so yeah. There's. It is the worst though. But but you're Man. bound in that circumstance. The seal of uh, of, confe- of confession. Wow. Oh, interpreters. Uh, interpret. Some people need interpreters to go to confession mm. uh, in certain circumstances. So the interpreter is allowed in to, but they would be bound uh, under the seal of confession. I I've do- had I've had one of my kids go into confession with me before when they were young. Mm-hmm. Not that they would remember it at this point. Pamela anyway. does that all the time. Yeah, it's like mom one hundred and one. All the moms who are listening are like, Pfft. yeah. Uh, all right. do that. Yeah, I've done it a thousand times. Right. Okay. So anyway, um, someone who breaks penal law, allowing an excommunication to be enacted on a local level. Uh, we'll skip that one because that's actually about bishops who excommunicate people who shouldn't be. Um, if you uh, omit stubbornly as an Eastern Catholic priest, the commemoration of the hierarchy in the divine liturgy and in the divine praises, you could be formally excommunicated. I don't get that one. But well, this, these David Bates, that's on you. But if you stubbornly do it, if you if it's an accident, it's no big deal. But if you say no, we're, 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 we're relying on David Bates. Just make sure that all happens. Um, if you commit, <laughs> if you commit violence against a, a patriarch or a metropolitan, um, if you incite sedition against the hierarchy, if you commit murder as an Eastern Catholic, so that one only applies to Eastern Catholics. Uh, Latin rite people, we can murder people without fear of. Formal excommunication. You might go to hell all the same, right? But for them, it's they get if you kidnap, wound, or seriously uh, mutilate or torture people. Also, only for Eastern Catholics. Um, Yeah, there's a whole bunch. The rest of them are only for Eastern Catholics, and they get kind of funny. But uh, those are funny. funny. Like, like you need excommunication to like keep. I don't know. It's like why is it the funny part is that it's like only for Eastern Catholics. You know, it's like Latin right people. You get a pass. (laughs) <laughs> no worries. It's totally cool. Okay, so that those are formal excommunication, um, automatic excommunication, or latte sententia. So this is like you do it; it's aut- automatic. So if the you bishop become, doesn't have to say, say it or anything, it's, it's, it's like it's automatic ipso facto. Okay. Um, if you are a heretic, schismatic, or a, or an apostate, automatically excommunicated. Um, if you desecrate the Eucharist, um, a person who physically attacks the Pope. Automatically excommunicated. A priest who in confession absolves a partner with whom they have violated the sixth commandment. Wait. So we mentioned that one. Uh-huh. Um, a bishop who consecrates another bishop without a papal mandate. So think of Lefebvre. He was automatically excommunicated for that because he shouldn't have done it. Um, a priest... Obedience is key, guys. Right, yeah. Like, you, you can't... Yeah, that's not the way to get bishops. Um, uh, a priest who violates the seal of confession, is he is automatically communicated. So... For if you overheard someone, you're not automatically excommunicated. But the, if a priest does it, he's automatically excommunicated. A person who procures an abortion, accomplices who are needed to commit an act, an action that has an automatic excommunication penalty. So that means if you drive someone to have an abortion, or if you like help someone punch the pope, or other things, if you if assist you, if you on scheme, purpose, I guess you if you scheme if you scheme if you're a schemer. So there's been some abuses of uh, excommunication. I just want to share one with you, Adam. Okay. Uh, in 1304, a priest, uh, a bishop by the name of John Dalderby, Bishop of Lincoln, that's in England. Oh, not, not Nebraska. Not Nebraska. Hmm. Excommunicated all those persons in the town of Newport Pognell who knew the whereabouts of Sir Gerald Salvain's wayward falcon and failed to return it. <laughs> You're all excommunicated. Every last were, one of you. Were Falcons like super important? At I that? don't know, but like, uh, Sir Sir Gerald Salvain, obviously a friend of Bishop John Dalderby, what, like, wanted his, his falcon, falcon back, back and knew that those scoundrels <laughs> over in Newport knew where it was and they were... Call some favors. I can pull right. some strings. You know what? I'll excommunicate him. Yeah. That'll teach him. <laughs> I hereby declare anathema. All those who know the whereabouts of the falcon... And keeping it to themselves. Oh, okay. man, that's hilarious. So, um, what I really want to get to is there are five, really there's seven, but there are five in canon law. Two more have been added since. Um, things. Appropriate, like moto proprio? Uh, is that what it's called? Like, whenever they've been added? I don't know. 
Moto proprio. Don't ask me hard questions, okay? Sorry. I forget. I you. just want to take that take this moment to say I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so these five things. A lot of those things like abortion. If you committed abortion, uh, you used to have to go to confession to the bishop. Right. You could not receive absolution. Now, the that has been delegated to the just every pastor, you know, uh, priests. It was that because of Pope Francis, like the year of mercy. Like, no, I think it was before that. I think it was actually oh. John Paul II who did that. Oh, okay. I don't know that to be sure, but it was. I think it was before. So anyway, okay. these these things only the Pope can lift the excommunication. You have to formally uh, solicit Rome to have this excommunication lifted. So, um, if you a person who throws away the consecrated species or takes mm. or retains them for sacrilegious purposes, they are automatically excommunication and these so these are all excommunications that are reserved so if you're doing that to commit dude our one of our uh, good friends uh, jim finster the finster mm-hmm. he wakes up at three o'clock in the morning every morning in reparation for those who who commit like uh, acts against the eucharist i'm trying to get him to move to tulsa you know i know i really want him to like that is epic you know, because 3 a.m is actually the time that they typically right. do the it's black the, mass the or in, like the it's the inverted uh, 3 p.m. of my mercy. Right, because Jesus died on the cross at 3 p.m. Right, so he gets up at 3 a.m. to say prayers. And he's like, take that, Satan. Yeah. What? That is epic. What? I dare you to punch me. Jim is the best. Like, he's over the there like, he's over like, Satan, punch me. It'll be salvific. Yeah. The Finster is awesome. Okay, number two. A person who uses physical force against the Roman pontiff. Look, let me just tell you. Do not, under any circumstances, punch the Pope. You've, okay? you've already told me this. But, but... Of all of these, um, it stands out because that is the only one of the, of the list that is a, a vitandus excommunication. So, all of these five, or all of the, everything on this list, is uh, you're not to be shunned. However, if you if you hit the Pope, not only does he can he alone lift it, you're also to be sh- like the the faithful would commit like I don't know if it's a sin. But they would be doing something. They'd be certainly being disobedient to the the laws of can, the canon law and to Mother Church if they didn't shun you. Okay, so like, also the popes in Rome. There's a lot of Catholics in Rome. Okay, mm-hmm. so like, nobody will talk to you. Maybe like some tourists from weird parts of the world or something. I don't know. But um, so definitely don't do that. No matter what he does, don't punch the Pope. Okay, um, a priest who acts against the prescript not going to do it. A, pre- a priest who ask, uh, uh, acts against the pre look up nine seventy seven in here. Okay, uh, because this one is a priest who acts against the prescript of Canon nine seventy seven. Oh, that is where uh, if you commit the absolution of the con- yeah we already yeah, yeah, discussed the, this. the sixth commandment if you yeah. break it and you can't uh, yeah so okay then a bishop who consecrates some uh, another bishop. That's also on here. Only the Pope can forgive that. A confessor who directly violates the sacramental seal. And then finally, the other two that have been added, attempting to confer the sacrament of holy orders on a woman. Yeah, and that's JP2. I think I think he, he uh, instituted Pope, that. Pope Benedict, oh. I think. Uh, oh, okay. Violating, and then finally violating the oath of secrecy taken during the papal conclave. But it only, it does not, that's only for non-cardinals. So like if you're one of the housekeepers or one of the cooks and you overhear something... Same way with still of confession. Exactly. Very similar. Anyway, we're going to keep talking about this a little bit more. Okay. We're on the Lord's team. The winning side. So raise your glass. Do you feel like God is calling you to go on a pilgrimage? Well, for the last 34 years, Select International Tours has been leading pilgrimages to holy sites all over the world. And you want when you go on pilgrimages, Dave, you want to make sure you have the great, the best hotels. You're touring with the best guides, and every detail has been addressed. And that's exactly what you're getting with Select International Tours. So, for more information, go to their brand new website, selectinternationaltours.com. They have been a sponsor of the Catholic Man Show for a long time now. Even during the COVID pandemic, they were still sponsoring our show. A lot of other tour companies were really shutting down. These guys were consistent. So go to selectinternationaltours.com to find out more information about all the great pilgrimages they offer all over the world. You're right. I think that was Benedict and not JP2. But I think JP2 brought it up. So I have a question. Because you said that 
excommunication meant that you were away from the sacraments yeah. and you couldn't enter the church. But you said that getting an abortion was excommunication. Yeah. So if you're excommunicated and you get an abortion, well, then you're not supposed to get the sacraments either. So how do you get reconciliation well, confession. to confession? Confession would be... So My question along that line is, how do you formally, from a formal excommunication, how do you come back? Okay. And from the informal one, how yeah. do you come back? So the question is, if you're formally excommunicated, you know, you're not supposed to be... Um, and when I say I should have been more clear when I said you're not supposed to enter the church, it's it's for um, you're not supposed to enter the church for liturgies, like it's not like you can't put step foot on church property because yeah, it's like otherwise how do you even go to confession, right? Um, but if you're let's say you're formally excommunicated, um, there is a, a process, and so like let's just say it's it's like one of the big ones you punched the you punched the pope. Or like, uh, you know, John Paul II, he was shot. Okay, so that would also fall into this. Um, Because, you know. Because really it says physical force. Person who uses physical force. So like if you try to run the Pope over with your car. On purpose. It wasn't an accident. Um, You're formally excommunicated. Well, no, that's actually, let's not use that because that's not a formal excommunication. That's automatic. Let's just say you're formally excommunicated. The process is that you petition Rome that you uh, desire reconciliation um, and they will, you know, accept your, accept that. You go before the Pope and he absolves you of your excommunication. And so that is not a, uh, the sacrament of confession. So it's not spiritual absolution. It's um, canonical absolution. And then from there you go to another confessor to confess for spiritual absolution. So that's like the, the process for formal excommunication. So can a bishop lift a formal? Uh, uh, yes. A bishop right, yes. That formal excommunication out. Can they? Yes, they can. Typically, the person who excommunicates you is the person who will lift your excommunication. Um, but unless it's one of these seven reserved excommunications, which. Um, you don't want to do. Honestly, I think all of these are uh, latte senten- sententia. I, I don't think any of them are formal. Latte, latte. I wish we had a really good friend who was a canon lawyer that we. These could- are all. These are all automatic excommunication. All these reserved um, excommunications. They're all automatic. If you are a uh, canon lawyer and want to be our friend, reach out to us. Where is Harrison when we need him? Well, but yeah. he's not a canon lawyer. He's he's a, just a. He's uh, a canon lawyer. Is he? Yeah, I'm pretty. Sh- no, he's not. I, I think no. he's a lawyer. No, I don't. No, I don't think he is. I, I I would think that he knows a lot about canon law. Oh, okay. But I don't think he went to school. I think to study I think that he's law. probably an enthusiast, which in his case is probably good enough. Aficionado. Yeah, aficionado. So um, that's how it would be. With we'll the, have him on the show someday. With I also got uh, Bishop Connor. He's been on the show. Y- yeah. He was like on episode oh, like five or, or something. Fifteen or something. Like I was, was very but I wasn't early. there. You said, yeah, you weren't there. And that was, he was foundational for the show, dude. He introduced, uh, he introduced me anyway to Lefroig. We had, that was like when we had Lefroig on the show. Yeah. And, and I went like, what? He may not want to, he may not want to be on the show any, uh, anymore though now that he's like officially my boss. Oh, I don't, he's not my boss. Hey, before we record, tell me all the stuff you want me to say, and I'll say it. It's fine. <laughs> Can't even fire me. Uh, no, I mean, I think that would be... Uh, so I also got Bishop Condola. Yeah, say, I know. Like, we need to get him on the show. Talk about he the lives domestic like church. Half a mile away. He's, I know. He should just hang out here someday. I agree. We're going to well, get him on the show. You didn't say, finish the second part of your explanation. What's okay. the third part of your second part? Secunda, secunda, what is it? You said formal, now informal. Oh. I somebody that's informal. Yeah, so informal. Informal, um, for the most part, so all the, unless it's one of these reserved sins, which is uh, you desecrate the Eucharist, physical force against the Pope, um, a priest hearing the confession of the woman he just committed, broke the Sixth Commandment with, a bishop consecrating another bishop illicitly, 
um, or a confessor breaking the seal of confession, attempting to confer holy orders on a woman, or breaking the uh, secrecy during a papal conclave. Those are all automatic excommunications. Those that I just listed are reserved that only the Pope. So you would still do the same thing. You would have to um, solicit uh, Rome. Um, so, but a priest forgiven. giving a, a, or a bishop denying communion to somebody is not the same thing as being excommunicated. I, once again, have not looked this answer up to be sure. I don't, I can think of circumstances that don't seem to fall under the excommunication. The criteria that you're, that you're laying for instance, out. For instance, um, in all of the research I was doing, I didn't see anything about attempting marriage with a member of the same sex. Um, which is a, a public act. Mm-hmm. Marriage is, is by nature always a public act. That, to me, seems like something that would be uh, a good reason to deny someone communion. If you have someone who's a, a member of your parish, a prominent member of your parish, who, um, who, who attempts marriage with a member of the same sex, uh, that, that could give great scandal to... Mm-hmm to your parish um if if you continued to to allow him i mean first of all like he would have to be it's it's not enough just for him to have gone to confession and repented uh because the parish doesn't know that he did that right and so they see him receiving communion and it's like you know he just got married like on friday to another dude Mm -hmm. and uh it's sunday and you're letting him receive communion, you know? Um, like, even if on Saturday he had this big conversion, they, because there needs to be a uh, public decree. I mean, you like you have to avoid scandal in that circumstance. I think, though, pastorally, there could be room to allow him to receive, if, if he had repented, um, to allow him to receive communion in private after Mass. You know, something like that. Um uh, there, there's a but you know once again I'm just sh- I'm really shooting from the hip here. On, that's, that's dangerous. We I, shouldn't do I that. do it a lot. I do it a lot. I'm still alive for now. But anyway, I mean, like, so I don't think. Just to answer your question, I think that there is a, there is a difference between being excommunicated and being denied communion. Now, a lot of the time, the reason they should people like okay, you take Nancy Pelosi, someone like her should be denied communion. Or even are the vice president Joe or, Biden should be denied communion? He's the president, even you're right. <laughs> you're right. He is the president. <laughs> yeah, the president Joe Biden, formerly vice president. It's, it's been a long night. Anyway, I apologize. Uh, well, he, we can just say he should, politicians. He who, should be denied communion because he's pro-choice. He he publicly supports and votes for legislation that promotes and enhances abortion. Right, um, so like that's something that you should be. Uh, I mean, like it's very easy to say that that falls under the um, automatic communication accomplices who are needed to commit an action that is an automatic excommunication penalty. Um, I you know I'm not sure if you could really say he's an accomplice to an abortion. He didn't like drive this like this person, but. Um, Still, I mean, I, I think that actually voting for uh, pro-choice legislation because it's pro-choice, you know, you like that's the reason you're voting for it. I think that I think it does incur an automatic excommunication. I mean, I think I could be wrong. I could totally be wrong on that. You know, like we're not canon lawyers, so we can be wrong. It's no big deal. If, if we're wrong, it's just like, well, I'm not a canon lawyer. You know, I'm just doing my best. Anyway. It's a problem. It's problema. It's, it's problema. Jim, Jim has something yeah, to say. Jim wants to speak. Well, one of our patrons is asking about the camp out. Juan, have you had a chance to confirm this? We will confirm this uh, maybe next week, possibly, potentially. The camp out. Yes. You're talking about the camp out. Yes. By next the Sunday, we will have a date for the camp out. Mucho dates. We have a date. Like, our tentative date is the last weekend of September. 
the the last weekend of September, which is like uh, maybe the 24th, 25th, 26th, somewhere around in there of September is what we're shooting for. Obviously, it this is um, we have to confirm with Clear Creek Monastery. Yeah, so it's the 23rd, 24th, 25th, 26th of September. That's when we're shooting for. We have to clear that with uh, the monks at Clear Creek Monastery or Clear Creek Abbey. They're pretty chill, really, when it comes to the dates. I think, I think that uh, we, we can get it confirmed, but uh, I he- hesitate to say one way or the because other without that. we've done the camp out on, like, maybe their second busiest weekend of the year in the past. We've we've had the, held the camp out on the chant weekend. Right. Two years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Last year's campout was awesome. It was so good. It's gotten better every year, and it didn't. It didn't storm on us this right. last year. I think that was probably that was a big deal. That was, that was a, a big, big part. Is a, a departure from tradition, really? Right. All right. Let, let, but yeah, let's like, cut it. The campout is is so awesome. So much. I, fun. I get jacked for it. Okay, one. Shut it down. <laughs>